welcome to 20 for your 20s, a podcast that tackles the topics that are on your mind as you navigate the most pivotal decade of your life. This show is brought to you by Northwood Young Adults, recorded live from The Collective. Thank you for joining. Today, I'm joined by Cody Richard, and also Jacob Malley is with us today. And we're going to get to talk about how we honor God on social media. And uh, before we get going, uh, do you guys follow me on Instagram? I, I just want to make sure. Yes. Yeah, I've followed you for a long time. Okay. Um, I follow you, but I muted you. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better, or else I'd probably have been really insecure for this conversation. But uh, Cody, so just to get us going here, what are some thoughts about honoring God on social media? Because man, we live in a social media world. Uh, I'm honestly tempted to say that you can't honor God on social media. That's fair. How ridiculous social media is these days. Um, But that's not true. I mean, God can work through anything. And I I honestly always say God wants to use whatever we're going to give him. And so I think this conversation is going to go a little a lot of different directions this morning, but I'm excited about the fact that no matter what it is that we're questioning, can we honor God with it? The answer is yes. Um, I think that the approach is just kind of hinges on our willingness to let him use it, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. And I think it's, it it also comes down to our, our, um, ability to be careful with how much time and energy and stock that we put into social media. Um, just like how, how far up the, the totem pole we have it in our lives and how much we let it dominate us and the way that we think. Um, you know, one of the best little taglines that I've heard when it comes to social media and also, I mean, if you want to think about your, your smartphone as well is to make it work for you, not the other way around. And so like putting things into place where it does help you and assist you like technology is supposed to, but at the same time, it doesn't dominate your life. And so, so what would you say are like some ways, uh, to, to take those steps to better honor God on a social media platform? I would say that probably one of the first steps that you can take to honor God on a social media platform is recognizing what social media is in the first place is it's it's really a wonderful advertising tool. Uh, you see Facebook ads is every other post that you see on Facebook. Uh, I remember when I saw my first Instagram ad a couple years ago and I was like, Oh no, it's yeah, here we go. Instagram <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Um, Twitter is just full of ads. YouTube, you can't watch a video without six ads popping in, in the middle of the song. Um, it's just advertising, advertising, advertising. And not just from businesses, but also from individuals. You know, from an individual standpoint, we're almost always advertising what we believe, who we claim to be, um, something we find funny, what we just bought, who we just hung out with. We're putting it out there for approval. We're putting it out there to endorse basically what we're doing. We don't post something about ourselves that is not something we want other people to see or know. And, And I'm not going to be unaware of the fact that there's tons of like, there's this movement of women posting pictures with no makeup and stuff like that, but they still probably have 40 pictures of themselves with no makeup, choosing the best possible one just to post that. So I I think when we recognize that it's an advertising platform um, in that if we're going to be advertising anything about ourselves, just me, Cody, what do I want people to know about me? There's got to be one thing that's a cornerstone of my life that I think is 
paramount that other people know. And that is that I believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one of the biggest things is like understanding what kind of platform it is. Uh, Francis Chan said in his book, Letters to the Church, and uh, it just really stuck out to me because I'd never thought about social media this way. And he, he essentially just called our social media accounts. Uh, it might have been uh, specifically Instagram that he was talking about, but it's almost like a shrine for ourselves. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, and that just completely changed the way that I thought about social media because I honestly had never thought of it that way. And so I go scroll through my Instagram feed and it's a bunch of pictures of myself or pictures that I'm in with other people. And it's like, this really does, or like accomplishments or like cool things that I've done or places that I've been. And I thought, man, this really is like a shrine to Mike. And I don't know how I feel about this. You know what I mean? And so, and so that kind of changes and there's a shift that takes place in what you post, right? And like, man, how can I not post about myself as much and who can I encourage or who can I post about uh, and how can I kind of point the finger away from myself, you know? Um, and so that's, that's been a really good shift for me. And I, I think, like you said, in terms of honoring God on social media and, and racing to post uh, things about, you know, new challenges or things like that. Another thing that I see a lot is, you know, people love to race to post what uh, they've read in the Bible that morning. Mm. Or like, man, I just read this awesome thing on version, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, share it with the world, right? And I think, you know, sometimes we shouldn't race to post what God has revealed to us, especially if it's an, a, a, like a grab to, uh, for likes, right? And so, because I feel like in some way, you know, I'm sure there's some good intentioned per, you know, people out there, uh, but sometimes when you do that, it's like posting a verse to get likes and attention, it's kind of using God's word to advance your own agenda <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Like, man, this is so good. Like, I love this. Let me post it and see how many likes I get. Like, it's just kind of strange, you know, to think about it the way, that way, you know, like sometimes things are for you and, you know, not for everybody else, you know, that, that God has revealed to you. I, I think that speaks a lot to the, the necessity or the lack thereof of intimacy with God, um, like true intimacy that we can have. I think for those of us in ministry, it's an uphill battle for studying the Word of God, spending time with God that's not just to fill us up to go do more ministry, but to actually be intimate with God and spend time alone with Him. Um, Because I think that spending time with God can so easily be a tool for for us for work that it's um, it's not what it was supposed to be. The, the reestablishment of community with God that Jesus came to bring. Right. And the line comes in when you have to put time into curating a post to put out about how intimate you were with God. Um, people will wonder, why did I just read what happened? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they'll be curious as to why you're posting your quiet time with God. But then also... I think it makes me wonder as an individual who is guilty of posting that kind of stuff in the past, um, why am I feeling like other people are going to benefit from what God spoke specifically to my heart? Right. If that yeah. makes sense. No, yeah, that's huge. And, um, and, you know, as we talk about social media and like the, the, um, desire to, to grow our platform, I kind of want to bring Jacob into the, the conversation here, uh, because, you know, we've talked about social media a lot and just your opinions on it and the way you approach it, uh, especially because of, uh, you know, several years ago, uh, you kind of had a, like a, a wake up moment, I guess. I mean, yeah. you, I guess you would, you would probably agree with calling it that, 
and, yeah. uh, and just what that looked like in your life in terms of social media and how you have changed the way you approach it. Yeah, so I definitely um, probably have different views about social media than most people. Um, and that's only, exactly why we asked you yeah, to be honest. Right, right. Um, the only social media I have now currently um, is Instagram. Um, yeah, that's it, actually. I don't even have a Facebook. I use my wife's. <laughs> yeah, so, and so how do you so, approach uh, Instagram, like the boundaries that you have that are different than a lot of people? Yeah, the, yeah. The majority? For sure. So as you said, like I used to have, um, I've had every social media. I had Vine back in the day. I had um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I've had them all. And I even had a brief um, Insta fame, if you will. I had, you know, a bunch of followers and I would post videos of me singing. And um, I loved that and it consumed all of me. <laughs> um, but I kind of realized as I grew in my faith and, and um, grew closer to Christ and, and I realized, man, that that was the worst thing for my life, having you know, all these followers and people commenting, say, man, I love you. I love your voice. You're so awesome. Blah, blah, blah. It was a shrine to myself. Literally it was. And so, um, I got to the point one day where I literally heard the voice of God say, delete it and don't just delete the app, delete it. And, um, it was very hard cause I had built, you know, that platform. I had spent a lot of time making videos and having other pages post me to gain my following and all kinds of stuff. And, um, it took a very confident press of my thumb to delete that and deactivate that account. And I, um, I completely went black for a little while. I had, had nothing. I didn't have a Instagram, didn't have anything. I deleted every account from social media that I had. And I mean, probably for a year and a half, probably I didn't have anything. And, um, slowly but surely I got reintroduced to it. And, um, again, like I only have an Instagram now, but there are very strict boundaries that I have for myself on that just because I know where my heart was before and where it can take me again. And so um, if I find myself spending too much time on it, um, I'll delete the app. So that's something that I use that's very, very important and helpful for me. I don't delete my account. I'm not saying to do that. You know, I still have my account. But if I spend my if I find myself spending a lot of time on it or or judging people or, you know, condemning people, any kind of thing. Um, I just delete that. I'm like, you know what? I need, I need a week off from it. Um, last week is a perfect example, you know, with everything going on, I was spending a lot more time on my phone and you know how you get an update of screen time and my screen time was up 70% from last quarantine life right there, right? (laughs) 70%. And I thought, Oh no, this isn't good. And so, you know, I deleted the app. And so it's been refreshing this week. I haven't had it this week, you know, and, and something else I would suggest, you know, delete the app, you know, if you need to get on or check something, do it on your computer, you know, check it on your computer. I did that yesterday, got on to see, you know, has anybody mentioned me in something that way, you know, like young adults posted something and I got to see it. Um, but it didn't consume my life. I got to enjoy it without consuming me, you know, let me, uh, ask you a clarifying question for this, because I think it's a really interesting thing that you did. Uh, you had invested so much time into your Instagram you had kind of a fluke thing that got you up to a certain level of followers yeah. and then it continued to grow after that. Yeah. Why did you feel it was necessary to go from, you know, a hundred miles an hour to zero miles an hour instead of just pulling back? Yeah. Why was it necessary to go, you know, all to nothing? Yeah. For me, um, my personality, um, it was, it was very necessary to either cut it out completely or I would still continue to go back to it. So if I were to do, to just 
delete the app when I had 18,000 followers or whatever than I would have just downloaded it two days later. I know myself. You know, I know my heart. And I know how prideful I was. I know how egotistical I was. And so for me, it was all or nothing. I had to completely remove it to be able to break from it, you know, because it was an addiction. I was absolutely addicted to it. I loved seeing it. I loved refreshing and seeing how many new followers I got and likes. And I was absolutely addicted to it. And so for me, it was deleting it was my rehab from it almost, you know. And so it was it was all or nothing for me. Do you think that that experience prepared you to be able to potentially have 18,000 followers again one day? Maybe. Like, have you yeah, thought maybe, about maybe. how you would handle that differently if oh yeah, if that audience grew again? Oh yeah, for sure. I've um, definitely grown from it and obviously I would do things differently. Um, if I had that platform, I probably wouldn't make it all about myself, you know, in my looks or my voice or anything and um, I would definitely have boundaries in place like I have now you know where if it were to get to that one day that'd be awesome but I would use it to glorify God I wouldn't use it to glorify myself for sure right Um, I have a friend who has a pretty sizable ministry Um, him and all the guys in his family are on social media uh, very active on social media they travel all around the world and hold very large crusades and they actually do something that's very interesting. And I think um, it's something that's worth talking about, especially as men here in the room, is they hold each other accountable on social media. Uh, they can see what each other are liking and mm-hmm. sharing. Um, they can see who each other are following. You know, like, yeah. I think that's something that we're, we can say that we're honoring God with what we post, but then what we consume is probably not doing that same thing. Um, in having a community of men, I think if you know you found yourself in that situation again, I would encourage you to be in a community of people yeah, absolutely. who can be like, hey, Jacob, why would you just comment on that picture? Yeah, my you wife know, would like, have my password, absolutely. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so I think just uh, hearing you talk about, you know, the, you know, you, 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 you reach this certain status or you know platform on social media and i guess you kind of discovered that it doesn't fulfill no the way that uh people think you know people people pursue that platform uh on social media thinking that it's going to fulfill and they're going to feel important or significant in the world Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like money right like no amount of money is ever going to be enough if we are serving money there's always the same way there's always going to be another follower Mm -hmm. there's always going to be another uh like you know or or retweet or whatever and so yeah, I mean, Absolutely. it's never going to be I, enough. I would get to, you know, however many followers, and it's like, okay, what can I do to get to 5,000 more? The next milestone. What can I do yeah. differently in this video? Can I wear a tighter shirt to get more likes? You know, like, honestly, these are things that you think about. Like, you, I can have a video that has 2,000 likes, and I'm like, no, nah, I need three. It's just like a drug, you know? It's, it's you want more, you want more. It never fulfills, ever. Yeah. And that's huge. I mean, that's, that's, and that's, you know, the reason we wanted you here is like, cause you've been down that road, you know yep. what it's like, and you have a lot of wisdom there. Um, uh, I would say a book that is awesome that I would recommend is a, a book by Cal Newport called digital minimalism. And he does a great job explaining and goes into detail. I wish we could have the time to go into it here. Uh, but just goes into detail about how exactly these apps are designed to to waste your time and, and to basically you know just uh, steal your time away. 
and uh, how you can be aware of that and things you can do to help. Um, so Cody, really quick, what would be your one takeaway to close this out? Um, when we were talking earlier about this, it kind of uh, brought up something in my mind. Um, this is going to get kind of weird for a quick second, but I think about, Let's do it. <laughs> um, I thought about the battle of new Orleans, which was one of the final battles in the war of 1812 between great Britain and America. It actually happened days, almost a full month after the signing of the treaty of Ghent. Uh, the treaty of Ghent happened in what we call now call like, uh, Belgium. Um, but the battle happened after the war was over because it took so long for news to travel. Um, and it, it was a tragedy because there were hundreds of people killed, thousands of people injured, many people missing after that battle, and it never needed to happen. And there was an excuse that most historians understood was that it just took time for news to get across the ocean <laughs> at that point. Now we live in a world where news can be shared within moments of something happening. Mm -hmm. Why, like really, why does it take us so much to share the good news of Jesus when it happened right. 2,000 years ago, and now we can share it with people instantaneously? Right. You, know, you don't have to work at a church to post about your faith. You, you don't have to um, have a massive following to DM someone that you can see obviously is in need yeah. in, in, in communicate with them. I think that when it comes to the barriers between us and getting the news out there, literally anyone can create their own platform to share. You don't have to have a ministry. You don't have to have a degree to do this. You literally just have to have the passion of Jesus inside of you for the lost and the willingness to let him use you on your platform. Yeah, that's solid. That's so good. Jacob, what about you? One takeaway. Yeah, I would just say um, social media isn't bad. Uh, I don't want anybody to think it's it's an awful thing, um, but it is bad when it becomes your God. And so being able to control that and keep keep your priorities straight of, of God is your God. It's, it's It can't become an idol. It can't become something that can, controls you and consumes you, but you can use it to glorify God. Yeah, that's huge. I would say for me, um, scripture makes it clear to put to death yourself and, uh, and we're living in a selfie world and so I would say just to do anything on social media that takes the, uh, the camera and takes the attention off of you and puts it on others or puts it on Christ so that's all I've got thank all you right. guys thank yeah. you thank you